Yo, so that's my cousin right there, Telekinikis. Urban Crossfire. <laughs> we back. We back. So, with yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, your boy Zion and uh, your boy Another Chingy. one. Another one, yeah. Bro, you remember when I used to do that Rick Ross impression? Rose, Rose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doritos. Dude, that reminds me of uh, Drake. <laughs> Drake. Nigga stole my whole flow. Soldier Boy somehow always finds a way to be re- relevant to this day. Shit, I don't. I don't even really think like I. I don't want to. I don't want him coming at our head. But like, I don't really think he's like relevant. I don't think really because yesterday or a couple days ago, mm-hmm. there was this guy on uh, someone else's stream, and they were like, "Bro, gun to your head right now." Name one French Montana song. <laughs> and then the dude in the comment was like, "I'm already dead." <laughs> like, what? Unforgettable. Oh yeah, but that's the only one. He, it wasn't really his song. He kind of yeah, got carried. Really. Dude, one single from French Montana. Honestly, I don't know. Like, I don't know how he's like so connected to like, bro. He can talk talk to Drake and all these people. I'm like, bro, you don't. Really I think it's because of that story that happened though, like between him and Gucci Mane, mm. where like he went to Gucci Mane's studio. And was like, homie, I'm trying to get inside the studio. Like, what up, what up? I got five bands for you right here. Gives Gucci Mane five bands. Oh, I heard that. Gucci Mane just leaves. Just takes this nigga's money and Bro, leaves. Gucci Mane was a savage back then, though. Bro, he like... That man... He killed an op that pulled up on him. And then, when he got out of jail and did a versus battle with the guy who sent the killers, literally dissed the guy he killed. Whoa, I never heard about that. I gotta see that. This this little video. Yeah, I think I think I'm not really sure about the whole fucking beef. I don't but I think it's young Jeezy or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. But he sent like killers to Gucci Mane to kill him because they had like a beef. And Gucci Mane killed the guy and that's what he got sent to jail for. And when he got out they were like because he he basically got out of jail because they said it was self defense. But the reason I think this dude, like, buried him instead of, like, reporting it to the police because he probably just thought, like, it was something deeper than that. But, yo, that yeah, nigga was out here living, like, a whole-ass movie. That's crazy. Yo, a lot of people are, bro. There's a lot of people living, like, whole-ass movies. Like, when I was hearing about the whole fucking, like, crime that's going on in Chicago, or no, not Chicago, Florida, based off of their rap scene, there's, like, literal cousins on opposite sides trying to kill each other like relatives the haitian thing the haitian uh i I mean i don't know if they're haitian or not but they're like a part of a rap group and what's that what's that um music group with uh space space ghost perp i have no idea raider clan that's what it was raider clan i remember when um i remember when florida was like the Rap scene. You remember when Suicide Boys, Julia, and Raj, uh, Buck Ramirez came out with Buff Squad? Have you ever listened to I Buff think, Squad? I think I have, yeah. Uh, that song, I would bump that. Like, I, I would listen to Ramirez and I feel like scared walking down the street. <laughs> I'm like, damn. I, I was like a sh- attracting the wrong energy. I was scratching <laughs> my head and shit, like looking sideways. Same with, like, Suicide Boys. I remember one time I was standing in, like, the atrium of the, the school, and I was listening to Suicide Boys. I think it was, like, Cherry Pie or something like that. And I was, like, trying to find one of their songs. 
and I was listening to it, and like someone heard what I was listening to, they were like, "What the fuck?" It's like, what did that guy just say? <laughs> you do what to the mom? Like, what? Because I remember I, someone said it was one of them in a in a Suicide Boy song. They literally said they were like, like they said something about like putting a mom on acid and like making her walk the streets or some shit. I'm like, <laughs> dude, I was like fucking fifteen. I hear that shit. Bro, that like, shit was dark. I don't remember the first song that I heard from the Suicide Boys. Listen to Ghost Man was definitely some heavy shit, too. Oh, yeah, for real. And, like, Bones in his early days, too. Really, all of them. There was this yeah. one dude who I would listen to that I was trying to remember the name of when, like, I told you, like, I was listening to Bones. But I listened to this guy before. And he was literally talking about, like, breaking into houses. and But you know what's crazy is that um, in accordance to all that, there's, like, a... Because, like, to some people, this is called, like, gore rap. And there was this guy in, like, 2009, 2010, who was, like, a gore rapper. And he was, like, popular on Twitter and everything. And he was associated with some group that uh, was, like, really big in the scene. And he ends up, like, meeting this girl on Twitter. He likes a girl. And they, like, they chatted up for, like, a year. And they, I think his name was, like, Scott Mikowski or some shit. They go all the way to, uh, I don't remember the, like, the exact state, but he goes over with her to go to a concert, like a whole venue. And apparently the girl was a part of the scene too. She was like really big in the scene, but she wasn't like a rapper or anything. She was like kind of like one of the extra girls. And she was young too. And her mom was like, yeah, we'll, we'll drive you guys because we don't want you guys going on your own. And we'll drive you guys and then we'll come back and you guys can stay at this house. So... They go, and he comes, he flies over, and apparently, like, the girl doesn't, like, she doesn't really fuck with him, because, like, this is the first time she sees him in person, so she kind of, like, soft garbage, like, rejects him, and um, he doesn't like that, so one day, I don't, I don't know exactly what day it was, I think it was, like, a day or two before he was supposed to leave to go back, they're all chilling at the house, and he ends up murdering her, her friend, and her other friend with an axe. The fuck? Yeah, bro. Apparently, like, the whole... So that was the rapper? Like... Yeah, I mean... That rapper was... He wasn't, like, a big rapper, and I I listened to, like, a little bit of his music, but he did that shit. And he's in jail right now for it. Fuck. But the crazy part is that the night before, he was, like, on pills, he was smoking, he was drinking, and, like, he had already been at the house for some time, it was, like, two days, and he just went inside and, like, killed everybody, and, like, he did it while they were sleeping, too, and what makes it even worse is that no one heard from these girls for, like, two, three days, and her parents, like I said, like, they were expecting her to come back home after, like, the whole event, and it was, like, three days after they were supposed to stay at that house, which was her friend's house, and the dad comes over to, like, see, like, what the fuck is up, and he walks in, he sees his fucking, because he ends up, after he kills the two girls, because there was already one in the living room, he pulls two of them into the living room. And he ends up killing the dad, too. 
with the the axe and they sit in that house. He sits in that house with the dead bodies for like two weeks. And then he goes to the airport. And Wait, uh, what happened to the mom for like two weeks? Didn't the mom do anything? The the dad wasn't like married to her. Oh. But the mom was like, they called the police and the police like went to go check on the house and they didn't like try to inspect the house or anything because the guy, every time he would open up the door, he'd basically be like, yo, yeah, they just left. They went to the movies. So he was capping the whole time. And he ends up going to the airport to like go back and like they were complaining about his smell. And that's when they went and they checked the house and found all those dead bodies. I've been hearing cases like that all fucking week too. Like it's crazy the amount of shit that's been that's happened and like what will happen like to people who just snap like that is fucking like that video that I sent you, bro. Remember that video that I sent you? Well that we were watching. Yeah, bro. Like it's like people, bro. It's the <laughs> like you, I saw you wanna this... call it disgusting, but it's like when it happens so rampant, like girls killing their, their boyfriends over them not wanting to be with them anymore or like daughters killing their dads just because they want to go live with their mom. Like what? Like shit that makes it's, it's temporal. It's, it's, it's superficial as hell. Like, right. If you would have known that this would be like, if you met this person and then like some fucking angel or something came down was like, yeah, if you don't do this or that, if you let go of all that, like resentment you have, you're going to end up killing this person and you're going to spend the rest of your life in jail. Like no one's going to believe any of the stories you tell. You are going to spend the rest of your life in jail. Like, I'm pretty sure those people would be like, oh, fuck that. No, that's not me. I won't do anything like that. Like, before, I'm pretty sure they went to, like, some fast food chain. Someone took their fucking order. All that shit. Like, it makes you really, like, think about all the people you you fucking know or have ever seen. Like, have you ever met anyone that was murdered? Bro, I mean, I did go to this, uh... Remember when I used to go to the Kung Fu thing? Yeah. Like, there was this one girl that uh, we did, like, a little event and stuff. And one of the girls was also in the school. She was, like, two years older than me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I heard that, and I saw the boy, and it was, like, her boyfriend I think I saw one time. And I don't know how very, I didn't know too much of the detail, but I kind of heard the guy, this other dude that I went to school with, he said that they killed their, they killed her grandma. And oh, Yeah. That was shit. here. What the fuck? I remember that shit. I was like, dude, I've talked to her. I've seen the boyfriend. It's like, kind of weird. You never really would expect that. Dude, and then there's another story, too, where this boy, he, the whole, like, the sequence of events I'm about to tell you, like, literally are just fucking crazy. But this kid, he, he wanted to throw a party, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know, his parents probably, like, said no or some shit. But he ended up saying, like, he was texting his friend. He, like, literally told his friend. He's like, yeah, I'm going to kill both of my parents, and then I'm going to send you, like, my address so you can come to the party. And his friend, they're, they're both white, by the way. His friend, he texts him this, and he's like, yeah, do that shit, nigga. Says that shit. He texts. <laughs> so... What ends up happening is this kid pops, like, three, four, five Xanax. He then goes downstairs with, like, a mallet or some shit and kills his mom. 
his mom's calling for her her husband, which is his dad. Dad runs downstairs. He kills his dad. This is a lanky kid. He's like six foot even. He ends up pulling the bodies into like a shed in the back and like puts them in there. He's off Xanax, so he can't fucking clean up everything. But his mom was at the fucking desk working. So her blood's like all over the fucking keyboard and everything. And he invites about 200, 300 kids to come to his fucking house. They have a party. The party starts at like 8.30. A lot of people start showing up around 10. The party doesn't end until 2 a.m. The whole time, he's literally walking around telling kids he did this shit. He, he like, he would tell like his friends and shit, but the craziest part is that as he's off Xanax and as he knows he's done this, he's at the party and the blood of his parents are literally like, it's not like, splattered all over the place, but it's, like, around the house because he didn't, like, clean it all up. So his friend, he goes up to one of his friends, and he tells him, like, yeah, bro, um, it's probably going to be the last time I see you. I don't think I'm going to, like, be around anymore. He's like, yo, like, what's up? He's like, yeah, I, I killed my mom and my dad. And he's like, bro, you're capping. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, and this is the this is the chilling part. He's like, yeah, if you if you look around, you'll probably see the signs. And kid says, yeah, I'm looking around and I'm seeing like, because he said that the at the beginning of the party they were playing beer pong, and he threw like somebody threw the beer pong and it bounced off the table, fell on the the fucking like ground, and it rolled inside of like some brown stuff, but like no one really knew what it was, but they just picked the ball up and started playing beer pong. And that's literally his mom or dad's blood on the ground that the ball rolled in. And um, he tells that kid that, like, yeah, I killed my parents and stuff. He shows the kid the dead bodies. And then the kid takes a fucking selfie with him. Because he's like, yo, this is, like, the last time I see my best friend. He's going to go to jail. Afterwards... Afterwards, a bunch of people at the party called the police, and I was, like, listening to, like, the 911 calls. There's one kid's like, yeah, I just got home from a party. Kid that threw the party said that he killed his parents. Um, Just, if you guys go over there, don't mention my name. Nothing like that. I don't want anything to do with that. Next girl. Yeah, I was just at a party. Um, Kid said he killed his parents. Dads and parents are calling in. They're like, yeah, my daughter was just at this fucking party. Apparently this kid, like, everyone's telling on him, right? Around 4 a.m., the cops pull up. Kid's still high on Xanax. They open the fucking door. Kid is there, and he, like, I don't know if he lets them in, or they have to, like, barge in, but they, like, let themselves in, basically. And they're, like, looking around. They see, like, the, the mess all over, and they start approaching the shed, and the whole time, the kid's screaming, like, don't go in there, don't go in there, don't go in there. They open it up, and apparently, the, the way the bodies were placed, because his dad was, like, some heavy set dude, bodies were placed, like, on top of each other, 
and there was like sheets everywhere. There was blood everywhere, bro. And I was just like, "Is this like all in here? Like this no, was here? Or? No, this wasn't Georgia. This, where was it? Um, I I can't really remember where it was from, but apparently this kid like had an eating disorder. And after he went to jail, he like gained weight and stuff like that. And when he was like doing his whole like closing statements, he was just saying, "I'm sorry." But shit like that is like, like, bro, you were telling people before you did it that you were going to do it. <sighs> you were conscious and completely sober. He played Lil Bibby, bro. No, not Lil Bibby. He played Lil Boosie. He played Lil Boosie's song when he went downstairs and killed both of his parents. To me, that's like fucking, it's, it's crazy. Did you hear that other one person from our school? It was uh, I seen him around, and um, supposedly he raped this chick in the in the bathroom in town green. And shit, that man's like I seen him around. Uh, he was kind of funny. I was like, I would never. But yeah, that that chick that 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 I I mean I talked to her a pretty good amount of minutes, like five minutes, and she seemed completely normal, but. That's the thing, like, you don't fucking know these people, bro. And that's why I'm always saying, like, yo, we got Uber. You don't know what the fuck car you getting in. You got fucking Tinder. You don't know who you meeting up with. You got things like um, Grindr, which is basically an app that's like Tinder, but for gay people. But it's primarily used for sex. Like, you're just meeting up with people, and you have no idea what they just got done doing, what they're about to do. If you're, like, somehow going to get involved in it, like, dude, it's like, you're literally just welcoming strangers. But, like, even with Alex Powell, you remember Alex Powell? Super tall kid, white boy. Yeah, that man was, like, the tallest kid in school. Yeah. They killed some, like, the plug or some shit? Like, they They, were, like, gang some... They killed him. Well, I don't think Alex pulled the trigger or anything, but apparently he, like, got in the car... And dude gets shot in the chest. Guy dies. Alex goes to jail. They're literally saying, his mom's like pleading with him. He's like, can he at least finish high school? Like, what? Yeah, they they were, didn't they? They were going to finish high school first and then go to jail, weren't they? Yeah, basically. So how how much time is he doing? I have no idea. I have no idea. But even that, there was a... There was this one girl, I don't know if you saw her around, she always had, like, a bun, and her her boyfriend would always match sneakers. Like, I, you would always hear where her boyfriend matches sneakers. And that's, like, the main thing I noticed about them, and she had glasses on, always wore this gray hoodie. Her and her friends basically, like, robbed and killed some dude. What the fuck? Like, bro, this is Duluth, bro. I know, dude. And then like... you got Linux Mall popping off. Like, Oh, bro, that shit's on a regular basis. You, you can't like... even go there anymore. <laughs> I'm like, bro, that's like a rich people's place, bro. Yeah, exactly, that place bro. Is dangerous. Exactly. Crazy. Oh, man. And that's the thing. Like, a lot of these niggas live in an RPG, bro. Like, they do not really think about the consequences. They don't, bro. And there was this uh one dude, and we could probably move on to something else because this shit kind of getting a little grim. But um, there's this guy who 
he was like super he was smart he was smart enough to become a nurse became a nurse and he was like living with his parents and stuff like that and he ended up like stealing money from his parents because he wanted to become a twitch streamer crazy thing is like the whole thing that started this ball was like he saw a ninja playing with drake and like all those rappers and like basketball players and football players and he like had like six hundred thousand people watching the stream and he's like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna become a, a, a twitch streamer he like convinces his dad to like buy some equipment for him and he like tells his dad like yo i need i need like money for marketing and shit so he's using that money to basically talk to this girl online right and he but when I was looking at the crime scene photos of this shit. But anyway, um. Shit's fucked up. Um. He's talking to this girl. And she was, she was basically like an OnlyFans girl, right? She, uh, she would like send him videos and stuff like that. And like, he was like part of this whole collective that like loved this girl. Like, and he like believed enough that like that she would send him like photos of what she looked like on a regular basis when she was like outside of content like that was his girlfriend he believed he like owned this girl basically and um he ended up getting shipped off to his aunt's house because like his dad found out he wasn't like working like he was like wasting all the money on this girl he was just not he wasn't doing what he said he was gonna do and his dad, like, shipped him off because his dad was pretty well off. His dad was, like, an orthodontist or, like, a pediatrician or some shit. And no disrespect. But um, he was <laughs> made a lot of fucking money. He was able to save a lot of money to, like, invest in everything. And he ended up taking, in total from his dad, like, $232,000, bro. Damn, and that dad was actually was gonna help not all dads was, will fucking pay for that bro, shit bro in no fucking way will all dads pay for that they won't even try to invest in you until like you're actually like making money but he goes to his aunt and ends up taking money from her too he commits credit card fraud just so that he could talk to this girl so he's he's chilling at this point but the dad finds out about the girl hits the girl up and is like hey my son's going through a really rough time right now. I see that he's been talking to you a lot. If he gets on, he's because he, they basically say he has a porn addiction and an internet addiction. So he's like, hey, if he contacts you, like, don't hit him up. Don't let him, like, speak to you or anything like that. And when the guy gets back and he finds out about this, he basically he gets really upset. He gets super upset, and he ends up, He ends up, like, killing his dad, his brother, and his mom. And the fucking crime scene photos, you have the mom who, just like the last kid, she's working at her computer. It doesn't even look like she had a chance to even know what the fuck was going on. It looks like he just walked in the room and shot her. She slumps over. He waits for his dad to get home. And what bothered me so fucking much is the fact that, like, the dad had a gun on his hip. Like, he he, he opened carry. 
Like, so he was, he prepped for shit like that. Like, he Damn, but from his own son, though? Exactly. Shit. Like, that's, bro, that's the thing that fucked me up. Because I'm like, even if he saw, because when, when you see the crime scene photos, you see the dad get shot. He gets shot at the side of the, the island in the middle of the kitchen. And you see the blood trail because he's crawling. He's crawling. And he ends up falling backwards. And he bleeds out right there. But he had just gone home. Like, you see his lunchbox. You see a bag that has, like, lunch meat in it. Like, he was coming home to, like, live his fucking life. And he had did right by his kid. Like, he made a whole list on, like, how his kid could get back. And, I mean, I don't know the whole relationship that he had with his dad. But it's the fact that he ends up killing his mom and his dad at this point because of this shit. Because they don't want to do... Because, I mean, he's basically... If you know the whole story, he basically ends up getting caught up several times with the police. And he gets Scott, he gets away scot-free. He doesn't get charged by his aunt for the credit card fraud, stealing almost like $100,000 from her. In total, he's, he has like $6,000 in, in credit card debt. He has like $28,000 in fucking student loans. Dude, oh, so he was already older, huh? Yeah, he was older. He was still living with his parents he, he like damn what what kills me it's like his his own dad would like really invest in him that much fucking money yeah he would basically just have him like yeah the the, the sea is yours like we save this money for you guys type shit like they were not living a luxurious life like you look around this house it was a simple ass suburban home like it was like couch was small as shit everything it was, it was simple as fuck and he killed and, like, his brother, like, really loved him. His brother paid, like, like close to 10 grand so that, because he really liked anime. So his brother paid, like, 10 grand so that they could go to Japan together. He texted his brother the day before he came from the rehab because of the internet addiction and porn addiction. He was like, yo, I need you to straighten yourself out. Like, I don't, I don't think I could live without you. Like, you're my brother. Like, we do everything together. Uh, and you're, you're down bad. Like, you're, like you're, you're disappointing mom and dad. I hear about all the shit you're doing, like, this is not you, like, what the fuck is going on? So, he ends up murdering his dad, and before his brother could even get in the house, bro, he shoots him in the garage. And, point blank, right in the head. You look at the fucking crime scene photos of this shit, and his brother's in the fetal position. Like. Like, why, bro? Like, he, he kills everyone that, like, loved him, was trying to get him back. He, like, just murked him. And then he had the fucking audacity to sit on stand. And when he was asked about this, this uh, lady that he talked to online, he made sure to make it a point that she sent him photos. That, like, she she liked him. Like, bro, he was that... Fuck, like, for, for pussy, he never even, like, could touch. Exactly. Like, shit that he just saw on a fucking screen. He was that in... in like, he was that deep that he killed his whole fucking family, bro. And it's just the crazy part. Like, if I'm an open carry, like, his gun's not even unsheathed, bro. He didn't even have a chance to even think about the shit. He probably saw his son toting and was like, like, Oh, hey, what you doing? And he was like, 
Bro, he got home. He didn't know his wife was dead in the next fucking room. He had no idea. He didn't even have the chance. And that's like, and then you have the same situation, different guy with another dude who ends up killing both his parents and then caps the police that they went to like some lodge. And then he tries to use his girlfriend's farm to bury their fucking bodies without his girlfriend fucking knowing. So when the cops show up and they're asking her questions and she says, oh yeah, he pulled his truck over there and uh, like he was over there for a little bit. So they go over there and they find his dad's body fucking dismembered because he's trying to cut it up. And then he find they find his uh, mom's body in the fucking river. The girlfriend thinking this dude's about to go to SpaceX and work for them. He was capping about that. Dad thinking that he's about to... Dad thinking he's going to college. He was capping about that. And all because he got caught in his fucking lie. He killed everybody. I thought he was just going to run off with his girlfriend. Because they couldn't find his parents. And he was stupid as shit because he looked up every aspect of what he had done on his fucking phone. He was literally looking if they had found his mom yet. He was walking around his neighborhood asking if they had seen his parents. Asking if they have surveillance cameras. Fuck, dude. People are crazy out there, man. Yeah, bro, and it's over little shit, too. Like, like small shit, bro. And that's why, like, I, I kind of... I gotta know the whole story when I hear about these school shootings, because... I watched this movie called Polyamic about this kid who worked at a STEM school. Well, he went to a STEM school. And he shot up the school. This is like in France. He shot up the school only aiming to kill women because he said too many women engineers were coming into the sphere. He wrote a whole manifesto talking about how female engineers are like bad or some shit. So he goes to his school... And, like, the scenes that are depicted in the fucking movie, I'm like, yo, this nigga was sick. Because he, like, there's a whole room full of these girls, and they hear that the whole shooting's happening. So they, like, run inside this room. He comes in the room and literally makes them line up and kills him one by one. And then offs himself. So, like, what did you plan to gain out of this, my nigga? Like, okay, so you killed all these people, right? And then killed yourself. So you ain't even an engineer anymore. Like, so what? What? What are you mad about? What the fuck? That's just crazy, dude. And the ripple effect of the people that are there, bro. Like, I can only imagine that mental state of that absolute trauma, and then knowing the people that you know, especially like with Columbine. The first couple of kids to get shot were sitting outside. A couple got away, but they had to watch their friend get gunned down. Like, what the fuck does that do to you? Like, I can't, I, I couldn't, like, imagine, like, even hearing this shit is just, it's crazy. But, like, being there, surviving it. And then to have, like, people on fucking Twitter making stan accounts for murderers. People are sick, man. But then they, they say, oh, we don't want to defend pedophiles. Like, what? Like, What? Like, you're deranged, dog. Like, what? Oh, my gosh. 
Yeah, that pedophile shit's bad too now. People are starting to try to accept that shit. It's everywhere, bro. They try to make a law in California to basically make that shit legal. In other places like Greece, it's legal. In places like Japan, age of consent is 13. What the fuck, really? Yes. Places like Damn. Italy, age of consent is 14. Like, bro, not too long ago, it was completely okay to fucking marry a 13-year-old. It was historically accepted. Like, as soon as a girl was having her period, yeah, wife her up. Like, it's... It's, it's crazy, man. Yeah. And it makes me, like, being... I'm glad that I got, like, the little friend group that I got because I don't really feel like making more friends. Like, for real. Like, exactly. It doesn't... <clears throat> like, after hearing all that shit, and then... I'm definitely vigilant, bro. I definitely... Yes, bro. I definitely try to vigil... Like, not be too mad and stuff like that. Because even though sometimes I know it was it was their fault, <clears throat> the shit that I get from them is it's not satisfying. I'm like, damn, I shouldn't have done that, even though it was their fault. Yeah. Like, even, like, yelling at somebody just makes me, like... Fuck. Pointless, bro. Pointless. Right. And I would think about that shit over and over again. Like, let's say I get in a fucking argument with my mom, and I'm like, you know, she might not be here one day. And that, that just catches me up. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I can't even imagine. But for some people, that's like a determined reality. Like, people snap just from that. Yeah, they, they, like, I couldn't imagine, like, taking a gun and fucking shooting my parents. Like, what the fuck? And then your brother, like your only real friend, actual flesh human friend. You shoot him before he even gets a chance to see you. Like that's some coward shit, bro. Right. Like a girl rejecting you, like, yo, someone Bruh. cheats on you. Like, bro, that's to everybody. Like, if someone cheats on you, bro, they were never yours. They were never like they never really liked you or loved you or anything like that. They just it was just your turn, bro. Like, if someone cheats on you, it's just your turn. That's all it is. Like, let it go at that. Don't fucking go to your significant other's house after you've moved closer to them. Take pictures of him while he's in the fucking shower and stab him 22 times. And after you've done that, shoot him. And then leave his body in the fucking house for weeks. Like, that's not someone you fucking loved? Like, why the fuck... Like, oh, because they can't be mine, they can't be anybody's. But then when I'm on that side of fucking Twitter or, like, TikTok, I see people wanting for, like, possessive relationships, toxic relationships, situations where they're basically giving their will and putting it in someone's hands. Girls, like, getting fucking... I don't even know if this is TOS or not, but they're, they're getting, like, rammed with a fucking gun. Like, who, like what are you? Like... <laughs> Are you that fucking safe that you... Like, what? It doesn't make sense. Right. That shit scares me. It's scary as fuck, because, like, even if I were to... And I really hope this doesn't happen, but... Even if, like, I broke up with Veronica, I, I, I would be scared to fucking do dating again. Like, dating and, like, meeting strangers is... It's scary. That, that's one thing, like... Scary as fuck. Like, just breaking up with a chick and she getting that fucking mad to where she wants to do something very fucking harmful to you. Yes. Like, have you seen those pranks when, like, the dudes, when the guys are, like, prank 
cheated, like uh, cheating on my wife or some shit. And these women, like, it's like you, you accidentally texted her and she just comes back and sees. So like goes into the fucking house and has like a knife or some shit. I'm like, I'm like, bro, that shit's kind of like, like imagine you like you try to break your girlfriend and then she like comes out with a fucking knife or something. I'm like, oh shit, was this a prank? Like, imagine if it wasn't like a she prank. She was ready to take. She your was gonna life, kill bro. you, bro. I'm like, and this and it's all over, like, bro. And then when I think about things like the, uh, it's a it's a concept Nietzsche talked about, uh, the eternal recurrence, eternal occurrence, where he basically he, in his book, The Gay Science, he or I think. I think it's the genealogy of morals. It's one of those. But he talks about this situation where three animals show up on you and they're like, hey, scenario, quick scenario for you real quick. Um, if we were to come to you and tell you that at this very moment you were to pass away or to disappear and you were to come back to life and you would have to live your entire life over again up until this point, like every situation, every reaction, every emotion – you would have to live it up until this point. How would you see us? Would you see us as a demon? Or would you see us as an angel? And like, when I arrived at that thought and I read that shit, I was just like, bruh. Like, I couldn't imagine like reliving and hashing out all the, like, the debacles and like senseless fucking arguments and I couldn't imagine, like, being in that mind state where I know that I killed someone over some petty shit and something like that happens where they fucking introduce me to the idea that not only will, after death, I won't be able to escape this reality, but I'll be forced to know and relive. Like, that's... Scary. It's like your body's doing it, but in your headspace, you're like, I did this before, I knew it, this shit was stupid, this shit yeah. was petty. It's dumb. Fuck. Like, yeah, there is some times where I'm like, why the fuck? And you get caught up why? in a moment you don't necessarily yeah, recognize. Right. right. But at the end of the day, like when you're able to reflect on that shit, you're just like, fuck, that was, that was dumb. Especially like when you when you take on a discipline like trading, and you make silly ass mistakes, and you go back to do your end of the day markup, and you literally see the situation that you were caught in, and if you would have just Followed the initial thought, followed that gut reaction, you would have been profitable. But because you were losing, or because you placed your stop loss at the wrong time, and you positioned yourself incorrectly, you lost. Like, if life was like that, where you could go to sleep and, like, revisit your Acacia records or some shit, and, like, look at your life, like, bro, you would be waking up a new person every fucking day. There's this one thing where if you want to improve your, if you want to improve your memory, some people back, um, I think Benjamin Franklin, all these other people actually um, you want to improve your memory. You go every time when you're about to go to sleep, you literally say out loud what you did your entire day. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of those niggas journaled. So they realize like I'll pass on one day. Just everything that you remember from that day that you did from what the hell did you eat? Just, just anything, everything in detail. Yeah. Like I feel like people would definitely that would be a definitely good sign of and reflection. You'll, you'll appreciate it more. And, I mean, that's what, like, Taoists or, like, Buddhists talk about, like, living in the now. I mean, I, I think a lot of people recognize it as a cliche or some shit, but, like, for sure, like, understanding that, you know, there's nothing else but, like, the 
present. I mean, of course, the eternal recurrence, like, if life were to repeat, like, I would want it to be that kind of thing that I'm happy to come into rather than it being like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm about to walk into some shit. Like, It's pretty deep right there where you said coming in where you're happy to get it into. Yeah, man. Yeah, it definitely is fucking scary as fuck if you did something and then go back and fuck. Yeah, and I mean, that's why, like, I mean, because I'm not a real, I'm not, like, a Christian, you know? Like, I really think the Bible is really just cop- copied off the Epic of Gilgamesh. That's a, that's a time for another story. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, uh, if you recognize, if you know Cain and Abel, the funny thing about that story is that it's contained really in like two or three sentences. Cain kills Abel. That's, that's it. But the punishment that Cain gets from God is that he's made immortal and he has to walk the earth knowing that he's the first man to ever kill anybody. And knowing that the only reason he did it was because of validation. Something superficial, something baseless. He killed a good man for no reason. Really. And I can like and I mean that's really what the justice system does though. They lock niggas up for life. But like they get to like be with friends and make memories and all that shit. And I mean, at the end of the day, all you really have is memories, but like I can't I can't imagine living a life where that shit doesn't haunt me every day. Cause I watched um Tales of the Crypt. Have you ever seen that movie? Tales from the Crypt? No. I don't think so, no. Bro. So it's uh this movie where this like guy who owns like a funeral home like tells stories of like the people that died. And he told the story about this gangster who like killed a bunch of people and how like when he got to hell how like he fell into this like this uh like a pit but like all the people he killed were there and they were like talking to him like they were normal but they had all the wounds so they would like have like half their head missing or like bro when they showed that shit in the movie I was like I'm never watching this shit again like what the <laughs> fuck like that's a that's nightmare fuel like what the fuck cause he's talking to him and he's like I'm sorry I didn't mean it he's like what about them bro like you shot my sister she was sitting in the fucking living room you were trying to get me, and you killed her. Look at her. And the girls, the little girl's, like, right over there. And, like, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And then, like, when I see shit like that, or even with Juice, because I watched that movie when I was a kid. And when I would, when I found out how Juice passed away, I remember I was working at Home Depot, and I was listening to his one of his songs, and he said, it was like, taking, like, he's, he said something about, like, taking a break from the drugs, because... Um, I'm not trying to have my mom lose me. And I had to stop the song right there, bro. I was just like... Like, I hear this man's voice in the present. But I recognize that he's gone because he was scared of getting caught. And... For me, that shit, that shit is too heavy. And, uh... Like, the whole drill scene or, like, even music that's, like, popping right now where, like, people are just, like, rapping about killing their ops or some shit. And then you look back at the story and you're like, yo, that's a whole-ass fucking somebody's kid. 
that's, that's someone's brother, that's someone's like boyfriend, that's someone's best friend, like, and you you literally killed them because they were in the wrong street at the wrong time, looking a little too odd, and like, you're cool because you got a chain of skinny jeans, like, like what? I mean, bro, it's much deeper for them. Like, dude, right. I, I'm pretty sure if like I was in that situation, but I wouldn't say I would do exactly that. But for them, it's like a kill or be killed type shit. Like, like if you have your you have an actual cousin on the enemy's team, where like the head honcho is saying, "I don't give a fuck about if that's your cousin." Still trying to kill the nigga. Says that on video. So yeah, if you see him. You might as well get him before you get you. But, like, imagine living that life, bro. Like, you living in fucking brick boxes and, you know, shifting between abandoned fucking apartments so you don't get caught up. Or, like, like you're, you're living like you're in prison already. Not going outside. Like, oh, yeah, if you want to play outside, you better join a gang. Like, what? Oh, yeah, you can't go to that fucking basketball court because, you know, those homies over there, they will beat you up. And if you tired of doing that, either you're going to be with them or you're going to be over here with us. Or even like the story that's critically, or not critically acclaimed, but I was watching this uh, gang member talk about how the whole beef between the Bloods and the Crips started. Mm-hmm. Where, like it, it, it like turned into murder. And apparently it was like some dude, and I don't know how factual the story is, but it was like a guy who got an interview. He was like some top like killer from them. Mm-hmm. And he said that there was some guy who, like, wanted to join, right? And this is back when they would, like, do brawls and shit instead of, like, you know, going out and shooting. But the guy, he gets beat up, and he comes back with a gun and kills a dude that was beating him up. And that's what, like, just circulated this, where you took one from us, so we're going to take two from you. Y- y'all take three from us, so we just going to clean the block and then it just back and forth back and forth back and forth back and forth they name and whole blocks after people that were murdered and now everyone there is like an avenger of that dude so if you're ever associated or ever you get caught up you get killed you make a song dissing somebody that's dead you get killed it's like no remorse bro it's like fucking war in the streets those are like top hundred billboard. <laughs> I'm like, bruh. bruh. Even like with like Push Icey and them. Like, bro, he's in jail right now for literally robbing a nigga in a McLaren. He had in a fucking yeah, I saw that. He was driving. Like, he was driving a McLaren, and he robbed a nigga for some Jordans. Imagine oh, that, McLaren, he, dude. What he the shot f- the dude. Like, it's, it's one thing to get robbed. Like, oh, yeah, if someone's, if they point a gun, whatever it is, you can have it. Fuck it. That shit could be replaced. You ain't taking my life, not today. But let them show up without a fucking mask on? Like, soul Illuminati, say goodbye. Like, it's, and for some material shit, bro. And then you go down his track record, like, that's his whole life. That's just the life he had to live. That's just what happened. Stupid, bro. Like, what the fuck? And now he's caught up. Like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know what he thought. Like, did he not think he was going to get caught for something like that? 
it's scary because of like how fast it can happen too. Yeah, like, like how like murder is in the movies, bro. Like, like you murder see, in today, yeah. like in real life, murder is murder's swift and brutal. I think mm-hmm. murder in real life is just swift and brutal. It's not like some heroic slow motion shit where I'm like ah. Oh. I'm going to survive this and stuff. Nah, that shit's brutal as fuck. Yeah. Like, like imagine you're, like, I don't even want to say imagine. Like, fuck that, but fucking driving down the road, leaving someplace, stop at the stoplight, car pulls up. That's it. Bro, that shit's scary. That's why with, like, social media and stuff, bro, I never want to be, like, like just the face of, like, oh, who's that guy? Nah. Yeah, and that's the like, thing. Like, with this podcast, man, I want it to be just the podcast, and we're kind of, like, in the sidelines. Just, uh, just not catching too much heat, you know what I'm saying? But that's like, the thing people, that's so crazy about it, like, that you can find heat from fucking strangers. Yeah, like, like niggas right now, what we're you. doing right now, somebody might take hella offense to it or some shit. I don't know why, like but how? It, it's weird. And then somebody, that shit's scary, man. Oh. Like, I'm only stating the facts. I'm not identifying people as psychopaths or anything like that, but you could take what you will with the shit that actually happened. Like, those people that we mentioned, even from our area, they actually kill people. And they look normal as shit to us. All I'm saying is, like, this is a cautionary tale. Like, look out. Don't right. just be so needy to fucking have validation from people. I feel like I used to be like that in, like, early school years. I wanted validation and shit like that, but... Yeah, I, I would have liked to have many friends, but at the end of the day, bro... Now I don't give a fuck. I'm I really like, don't why care. the fuck would I need so many friends? Yeah. Like, with y'all, bro, we've been talking since shit. Middle school... Well, yeah, it's Open been a, a fucking while. Open up magazine and finding the shits. Yeah. You know? Like. I like this friend group, too. Because, like, other shit, like, stuff that I would talk about, maybe some people might think I'm, like, trying to be better than them or, like, me telling them, like, hey, I kind of just want to do this like, entrepreneurial thing and stuff like that. And be like, oh, you think you're better than us and shit? Hell no. Like, like I couldn't uh, imagine saying some shit like that to you, bro. Like, what the, the fuck? fuck? That's so... Like, nah, like, when you told me about what you, like, did with the Forex, bro, I felt happy as fuck. That's all I was thinking that yeah, day bro. that you told me, like, damn, this man's gonna be probably getting whipped. He's, imagine he's got his own stuff, and, like, we can play soccer, like, any time and shit. Yeah, like, bro. imagine <laughs> the shit that we can be doing, like, traveling some fucking spot, or, like, when yeah. we're older, like, when we're in our fucking 30s, and we can just be, like, traveling wherever we want. Like, bro, remember those days? Like, that yeah. shit would be dope as fuck. And the fact, like, even, like, just the base of our friendship, this shit started, like, even the whole podcast started from us, like, sitting on a fucking picnic table, smoking <laughs> a joint, and I was just talking, and I wouldn't shut the fuck up, and you were just like, yo, you should make a podcast. And we just, and now this is, like, something we can revisit. Oh, yeah, this is, like, our memoir or some shit. Yeah, bro. Because, um. Shit that we're saying now, like, oh, we should visit. That's what we were saying, like, four or five months ago. So we got a bunch of fucking episodes that we can go back to when we'd be saying that some that type yeah, of stuff bro. sometimes. So, yeah. I just look forward to the future, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't fucking 
kill some girl or some dude because they slept with the like that's crazy to me. That's fucking crazy. Right. But like it it makes you dive into the psyche because I remember um I know we only got like eight minutes left, but if you guys ever read Crime and Punishment by Theodore Dostovsky, he yeah t- he, he tells a s- story of what it means or like what it like kind of psychologically looks like to be a guy who knows that all of his problems could be solved with the price of murder. So in the story, there's this kid who's like a lawyer, and I don't really remember all the details, but he ends up killing this like lady who like runs a pawn shop or something like that. She was like abusing her like niece or something, and he like kills her and he takes her money and he's able to like help his mom. He's able to like do all this other stuff. But for the rest of the fucking book, he's left like with that conscience that he like killed someone. And it's, it's, it's an interesting tale, but it's just wild how in that moment he believed like, yeah, this is the thing that I got to do. Or even with like the movie prisoners, when homies, daughter gets kidnapped and they kidnap a guy who was kidnapped by the kidnapper so yeah he they kidnap the kid that gets kidnapped by the kidnapper so they can find the kidnapper and they like to torture him put him in a hot shower threaten to break his hand with a hammer and the whole time he's not talking because he was basically raised by someone who made him into a fucking deviant like imagine that fucking kid's psyche like he has to go home now or even to jail and he was, he was the one that they should have been looking for. He was the one that should have been found. It's fucked up. Right. So whenever I see movies or like like that, or like I hear songs, like I, I catch myself vibing to it, and I'm like, fuck, what the hell am I really <laughs> listening to? Like, what the That's hell? That's into the subconscious. Yeah, because this is kind of like a, a hand leading you to a locked door. It's just, you believe they're like a inner person living in us? Yeah, I actually, I know a lot of people don't like Jordan Peterson, but Jordan Peterson did talk about like the upper conscious, lower conscious, and how like your ego is something that falls through that kind of floor and meets that lower conscious, and you come alive in the idea of pride, excess, and lust, and you you basically exude exude through those things and try to imprint. I mean, the the laws of human nature talks about that, the art of seduction, 48 laws of power. They all talk about the idea of someone leading off of unrealized, like, things. Like, it's literally how, and that's why when when we talk about, like, the war with Ukraine or the war with Russia or wars in general, I'm just like, it sounds like something that could work out, but now you have people we're just normal working human beings that just want to like a, a fucking Hellcat or free college giving their life away for people they've never met, niggas that don't know their name. And they're made to believe like, yeah, it's for the greater good. And then I remember when there was this guy talking about, he was, he was in World War II and he talked about how he had like this bayonet fight with a, uh, one of the Nazis, and he ends up stabbing the guy. The guy falls down, and he's sitting there, hands over his wound, and he's like, I'm afraid to die. And he just keeps saying that. And the guy, like, remembered, or not remembered, but he came to the realization, like, this dude thinks he's the hero. Like, he thinks he's the good guy. 
just like I think I'm the good guy. And all we really are are just soldiers fighting for a cause that we don't even know the full details of. And then when I watched um that one movie, Fury, dude, that shit hit me hard. Like, when they were in that fucking tank, and they were just getting, like, mowed down. Like, bruh. And, like, the guy, he, like, he says a prayer. Like, right before they, like, try to fight them back. And it was, like, the kid's, like, second or third day in the war. Like, he had just gotten there. And, like, all the people we met, like, the dude, Brad Pitt tells him, he's like, don't get close to nobody, because they're going to die. <laughs> and then, like, they force him to kill one of the Nazis. He, like, falls in love with this girl, like, real quick, quick interaction, but he really likes her. And he watches her whole apartment building get blown the fuck up. Finds her body in the rubble. Like, you literally just saw this girl alive, bro. And then from that, you go into this thing. Your tank rolls on a mine. So it blows up the wheel. You guys are walking. You he, you run down, see the reconnaissance, or try to have reconnaissance, and you see a whole fucking fleet of Nazis coming towards the village you just fucking saved. So even after you thought you beat the enemy, there's more. So then you guys try to ambush those dudes, run out of ammo, ammo once, try to fight them with guns, run out of ammo again, watch your whole fucking fleet get killed, and then... You hide under a, a tank. One of the Nazi soldiers, after killing you guys, walks by, peers under, sees you alive. He sees you see him, and he does nothing. He just walks away. What the fuck? Like, I know it's all dramatization, but yo, situations like that definitely happened. Like, those guys are recognized as fucking heroes, but they ain't alive to see people praise them. Like, they're gone. One used God to justify his means, and the other is just fully believed in their right to survive. And I don't think I could, with that in knowledge, being able to see shit like that, I don't think I could go to war. I don't think you could convince me anything about America, like when, you know, 45% of homeless people got jobs and shit. Hmm. I don't know, like, what the fuck am I fighting for? Like, taxes? Like, what? Hmm. I mean, it's propped like, up to me in some... Propaganda and shit like it's people wanting it to mean something so much so that they're willing to get rid of you just because you don't believe what they believe. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, was, I always thought, like, if I ever went to, like, war and shit, I'd, I'd probably definitely get PTSD from that shit, honestly. Dude, that no shit way. would definitely crush I me. I would not come back the same dude. No I know, way. I definitely wouldn't. No way. No way. Right. Fourth of July would be a terrible event. But all right, guys, we got to running out of time now. But uh, thank you all for hearing and listen next week. Every Tuesdays, I release the episodes.